Rewind it back to the days of chillaxing on the beach and all-day fun with Spring Break on DraftKings Casino. Play exclusive games like Fan Fave Rocket. The excitement is endless, the vibes are right, and the cash prizes could be huge. New players, start playing with just 5 bucks and get 100 back instantly in casino credits. Download the app and use code COLLEGEDRAFT to book your one-way ticket to fun with DraftKings Casino. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. Pour yourself a cold one. They strike them, huh? And listen to Ross Tucker break down the top college prospects on another tasty edition of The College Draft. Yeah, let's eat, baby. It is the College Draft Podcast, and it is presented by DraftKings. It must be a Monday morning because I'm talking with one of my favorite guys in the industry. Nobody loves football or works harder than this guy. I can assure you, he is the great Emery Hunt, former running back for the Ragin' Cajuns. You can check him out on social media at FBallGamePlan on Twitter. He's football game plan on YouTube, which is where he kind of first made a name for himself, became a star. What are you, the, the czar of the playbook, Emery? I forget. Is that, is that what it is? That's what it is, baby. The one and only. Man, I remember, I've told the story before, but being at, at college football conventions and college coaches come up to Emery like he's, a, like he's Taylor Swift, like he's a star because they had, they had watched his videos on YouTube. Highly recommend you just get out of the way now. Go to footballgameplan.com slash 2024 draft guide and, and sign up for that bad boy. Listen, if you aren't familiar with the show, it's one of my favorites that we do. Obviously, the Ross Tucker Football Podcast is daily. We got a fantasy show, Fantasy Feast. We got a betting show, Even Money. But this show, it's like all three in one. We're talking about some of the biggest college football games. Emery makes his bets against the spread. And we're talking about some of the prospects that you should have your eye on and watch in these games because why not? You know, the draft will be here before you know it. You can check me out on social media at Ross Tucker NFL. Check us out at Ross Tucker pod. More and more people watching all of our shows on YouTube, which is terrific. YouTube.com slash Ross Tucker NFL. We'll start Emory like we always do with last week. Although I, I need to say this before I forget. How about my Prince and Tigers, Emery? <laughs> that that was a big one, man. I mean, this is not our best team. We lost a lot from last year. And unfortunately, we blew that game against Brown. Otherwise, we'd be undefeated first place 
in the Ivy League, despite the fact that we lost like 30 seniors from last year that had all sat out from COVID. Last year was the year. It's, it's unfortunate, but it happened. But man, to beat Harvard, I got to tell you, Emery, and I know a lot of people listening don't care. This guy will get a chance in the NFL or in professional leagues somehow. Harvard's quarterback might be the fastest kid I've ever seen in the Ivy League. I mean, he is fast, fast, Emery. Listen, Charles DePrima can run, man. I remember I tweeted out about him two weeks ago, three weeks ago, their ESPN game. I want to say they played Cornell. And legitimately, when he takes off, he has that next gear. And that's what was so impressive about what Princeton did last weekend. He really couldn't get going in a run game. And he picked him off three times. And that was his worst game of the season. So him is him balling out there up until last weekend was was the story because the Prima can can go. Man, that, that dude has legit next level type explosiveness and acceleration. So I, I'm with you right there. Anyway, um, I think that's like six years in a row, maybe, that Princeton's beat Harvard, which is just unbelievable. We didn't beat them once when I was in school, which still bothers me every day. It was fun, though. I'm driving back, Emory, from doing the um, Western Michigan at Ohio U game. It's a five-hour drive. I was able to listen to the fourth quarter of Prince and Harvard. As soon as that game was over, I just text the Tiger emoji to Kyle Juszczyk, the Tiger emoji to Ryan Fitzpatrick. They're both getting back to me. They're so mad. They're, oh, it's, it's great, man. I, I wanted to be like, listen, you guys have made like over $50 million each or something. Like, I'll, I'll trade. You, I'll, I'll let Harvard beat Princeton if you guys give me your NFL careers. So, um, anyway, it was awesome. Uh, your picks were pretty good. Emery, you uh, you laid the, the three and a half with JMU at Marshall, and they came through. What JMU's doing is so impressive, and it's also so ridiculous that they can't be eligible for a bowl. I, I don't – if a team moves down, I totally get it. What is the logic for of a team moving up not being able to go to these bowl games? Right, because they're already shorthanded. And right. we, we'll see a team – well, I'll see a team on Wednesday night because I'll be the sideline analyst for Jacksonville State and FIU on CBS Sports Network on Wednesday. Jacksonville State sitting there at 6-1 on the season, leading Conference USA or second in Conference USA, and they're ineligible for a bowl as well after making that jump. So, again, what has to happen for these teams that are clearly showing – and they're not playing a cupcake – you know, six games, FCS, five games, FBS. This is a full-fledged FBS schedule, and they're playing outstanding. Both JMU and Jacksonville State should be allowed to play in bowl games. JMU even went to try to go get the state to, you know, lobby for them, uh, you know, against the NCAA to let them be eligible. But now they need, like, 50 teams to lose seven games before they are able to get uh, that special clearance to go and play in the bowl game. Just a total travesty. But shout out to the Sunbelt Conference, by the way, for what they've been able to do out there on the field this year. The best conference, pound for pound, on both sides of the divisions, east, uh, north, and south. Very, very impressive. There's no question. Although, I don't know, is it that impressive if JMU comes right from the CAA and starts beating everybody's brains in? I don't know. <laughs> They're the Sunbelt of the FCS. 
the CAA. So <laughs> it, it only makes sense. You know what I'm saying? Like the CAA is well put together. So is the Sun Belt. And so I have no qualms in that slight shot, you know, right there. They, they are just like the Sun Belt. That's our little cousin. All right. Uh, Penn State, you took the four. They were not able to cover. Now, I was doing a game, Emory, so I didn't get a chance to watch that. Uh, it sounded like Penn State's defense was awesome, but what were they, like 0 for 15 or something on third down? Like, what 18. happened? It was crazy, Ross. Their offense, they, they played scared offensively. They, they played safe, trying not to lose the game. Your defense was getting stop after stop. Uh, yes, the big penalty that uh, the big penalty that, that took away a Penn State defensive touchdown was huge, uh, but you still were in that ball game. Let your quarterback throw. Let him air it out. Stop calling these safe plays that get you. You know, okay, well, we're we're going to punt here, and we're not going to push the ball vertically deep down the field. This is what you built up all that equity for with your offensive line and your quarterback. We're saving them. We're saving them. This was the game where you had to just let it loose and just play. And they didn't. They got conservative on offense, super conservative. Their defense was able to play. They even lost Chop Robinson early in the game. I knew that had an effect, but the defense was still uh, able to slow down Ohio State. But offensively speaking, man, it was just so disappointing to watch Penn State go out there and not even throw a punch. Yeah, that seemed to be the consensus from the people uh, on my text thread, my high school buddies and friends and family. They were they were not pleased. Uh, Duke. You took Duke plus 14. Did they really not cover? They didn't, man. They They were winning. They were winning the ball. They were dominating the ball game up front. And then it was a late game cover situation where Florida State, you know, started to pull away because um, the backup quarterback came in for Duke and wasn't able to sustain uh, what they had already built where Raleigh Leonard was in the game. And this really bugged me too because if I was a, a super better I would have been hot because Duke is driving at the end of the game with the ball, but they're only just running run plays. They're not even trying to throw the ball to try to get a touchdown to have that backdoor cover come and play. They got to like the 50 yard line and just kind of just running the ball, running the clock out and they ran the game out, um, conceded the loss of Florida state. That's why I always say, so Riley Leonard, he re-aggravated, huh? I think so. And uh, that's why I always say that's the flaw of betting is that the teams aren't trying to win or lose by the spread amount. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I feel like if, if they were all trying to play to win by the, to cover the spread, then I would feel so much stronger about some of my picks. But they're not. They're just playing to win the game. And then Utah, USC, you had the over 56. That went way over, right? Yeah, it went in the 60s. And, you know, great game came down to the wire. I know everyone will look at and talk about, oh, Caleb Williams can't win the big game. He can't beat Utah. Where have we heard that before, Ross? We heard it with Peyton Manning versus Florida. He couldn't beat Florida, couldn't beat Florida. And he went on to have, I think, a decent career in the NFL. So this is not a detriment to Caleb Williams. USC just doesn't match up well versus Utah. And they got the best of him and his Trojans since he's been there. It's unbelievable what Utah is doing without Cam Rising. Really, really impressive. Really impressive. Who will be back, by the way, for, I think, a 13th season next year. That's crazy, too. Um, well, listen, I mean, Mahomes didn't win any big games at Texas Tech. That doesn't seem to have been a major problem for him either, right? Facts. I mean, 
He seems like he seems like he's doing all right. You know who else is doing all right? Anybody that gets tickets for any event on the Game Time app, you guys know I'm a huge fan of this thing. There's really two reasons why. Number one, they have the guarantee, which means you'll always get the best price. So if you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time's going to go ahead and credit you 110% of the difference. The other thing is, you can actually see what the vantage point looks like. They have a view from every seat that's available, which I love. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. So again, create an account and redeem code DRAFT, D-R-A-F-T, for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, Emery, we move on to this upcoming week and some of your picks. By the way, that's awesome that you're on sideline for CBS Sports Network. Is that your first one? That's my first one, so I'll be making my debut on CBS Sports Network. As- and you got the blazer and everything? Got the, I don't have the blazer, but I will have something that's in line with CBS Blue. Nice, nice. Well, dude, I'm going to watch. It's Wednesday night. What time? Uh, 7 p.m. Eastern, uh, I think. Yeah, 7 p.m. Eastern. CBS Sports Network. Yep, FIU. I'll be in Miami. FIU taking on Jacksonville State. That is awesome, dude. Make sure you t- post that. I'm going to retweet it. I'm pumped for you. That'll be fun. Uh, they should have someone on like you on the sideline. That'd be great. Um, all right. Let's talk about Georgia State at Georgia Southern. Two good teams this year. Georgia Southern's laying two and a half. Who are we watching in the game and who do you like? Uh, this was a fan request. So shout out to a, a, long, a long-time listener of the show requested this game that we talk about it. I was hesitant to put it on the list because I'm kind of sore that Georgia State uh, beat my Cajuns on homecoming. Um, we gave that game away at the end with an interception in the end zone uh, as we were in field goal range, but we were going for the win. I'm not going to be too upset at Zion Chris uh, for throwing the ball, but you got to understand where you're at in the situations. But shout out to Georgia State. But Georgia Southern has been playing some great football too. So we have a really good matchup between two outstanding teams. Um, and the running back in Jalen White for Georgia Southern is a guy to keep an eye on. I love his shiftiness. I love what he brings to the table in, in terms of uh, seeing it from the front to the front side to backside. So he's going to be a significant 
a threat in this ball game. And Davis Brent is playing well at quarterback for Georgia Southern. And we talked about Georgia State's quarterback before and Darren Granger, who's been outstanding. Uh, this game, I was shocked that the spread being two and a half for Georgia Southern. I feel like Georgia State plays a much cleaner game offensively, better point of attack play in my opinion. I'm taking Georgia State and the points here, but I do like running back Jalen Jalen White for you guys to keep an eye on. All right, we shall do that. Uh, let's get to, I guess they don't call it the world's largest cocktail party anymore. I, I don't know why that is sensitive or that they're not allowed to do that. I don't know the background of that, but it's Georgia, Florida. Very interesting game because this could make Florida's season if they end all of these crazy winning streaks that Georgia's on. And this will be Georgia's first full game now, Emery, without Brock Bowers. He got injured in that Vanderbilt game that I called a couple weeks ago. Now, Georgia had a bye, so they've had a couple weeks to kind of prepare for life without him, but he had that tightrope surgery. I'll be curious to see if he comes back at all. He seems like the type of kid that, like, if they make the SEC championship or college football playoff, he'll try to come back because that's just who he is. I don't know that I would recommend that or advise that as a, as a former NFL player, but I don't know. I'm sure he's got people that he trusts that will give him advice. But George is laying 14 and a half. 14 and a half. Emery feels like a lot without Brock Bowers. But and when you factor in how solid Florida has played in the last month, you know, they played really good ball. And, and Graham Mertz is a big reason why, which is why you want to keep an eye on him in this ballgame as a prospect to watch. He's been playing solid, efficient football. Um, their defense has started to come to the party. And, and when you think about their defense against Georgia, it's about okay, can they stop DeWan Edwards? Uh, running the football. And what I like about him as a prospect, his balance, his ability to, to, to really break physical tackles. Um, I think people underestimate how strong he is when they come up and try to meet him in the hole. He's always bouncing off these defenders, and he's kind of taking over the role from Kendall Milton, uh, who we came into the season talking a lot about, and Edwards has now been the guy. So this could be a fascinating game. I would probably lean more toward the under than anything. The Brock Bowers effect is is you know, huge, um, but you feel like Georgia still has enough on both sides of the line of scrimmage to really salt this game away and cover. But I'm more taking the under here uh, versus, you know, these two uh, longtime rivals. Pulling it up right now just to make sure we know exactly what that number is for our great listeners the, in the, the total. By the way, we got Liberty Western Kentucky tomorrow night. I see that Jacksonville State FIU game. Just want to make sure we get the the total for you guys for and that game. Also, uh, Saturday, guys, check me out on ESPN Plus. I'll be the color analyst for uh, Norfolk State, Morgan State. It's homecoming to Norfolk State. You know, last time I was down there at Norfolk, we had the viral end of game situation. This should be another great game, great matchup, and great crowd too. That's at two p.m. East, so you'll see a lot of Emory Hunt all this week, Ross. I love it. So Emory's taking the under 49 in Georgia and Florida. Under 49. I got the Ravens and the Cardinals, by the way, 425 p.m. Eastern time on Sunday. Little little NFL for your for your for you guys. 
By the way, when the game goes to timeout, that's time to order on DoorDash. When it's halftime, that's ordering time. Two-minute warning, yeah, you got it. That's your cue to order in. Get everything you want delivered while you root for your squad. Yep, that means burgers, fries, drinks, you name it. And if you have a Dash Pass membership, you can get the new Wendy's Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger delivered. Yep, right now the Loaded Nacho Cheeseburger is exclusively available with Dash Pass at participating U.S. Wendy's for a limited time. All right, let's talk. By the way, Dijon Edwards, he has as good of a stop-start, Emery, as there is in college football. His, his ability to just stop, go for it, stop, it, it's really, really impressive. How about UCLA laying 17 big ones against Colorado? That sounds like a lot with the way Colorado's played this year. Who's the prospect to watch in that one first, Emery? Layatu Latu, uh, the defensive edge rusher for UCLA. I mean, if you've been watching Colorado all season long, you know this is probably a, a stat pad game for Latu because they can't protect Shadur Sanders at all. Um, and a lot of the times we see Shadur Sanders making these spectacular throws because he's able to evade pressure, step up in the pocket, and find somebody deep downfield or whatnot. Uh, but Latu should put on a show. And I can kind of understand this this point spread, not because UCLA is some world beaters, because Colorado can't really stop anybody defensively. And if you combine them not being able to stop anybody with their offense can't their offensive line can't protect, and they're not really trying to run the football, and you have a potential first-round pick on a defensive line for the opposing team, I'm going to say lay these points with UCLA. Wow. Wow. That is surprising, Emery, because you've been such a Colorado guy. Right. And, and again, Colorado could still put up points, but they're going to give up a lot more points too. So we could see a situation where Shadur Sanders um, in this offense scores 28 and they lose 46-28, right? Just enough to give you the cover. Wow. That's interesting. So um, I guess people are kind of getting off the Colorado thing. Was it the Stanford game that did everybody in or what? Right, especially when you can't stop the slant. You know, it's one one week one, it was the crossers. They Okay, they figured out low crossers. And then now it's they can't stop the slant route. So I think the defense, if, here's what I truly think about Colorado. I feel like their offense isn't helping out their defense. They're scoring points. But when you're trying to go up tempo, go quickly, you you're not you know developing a run game, so you can't give your defense a time to get rested, get adjusted, get you know get those ju- adjustments going. So you sometimes you have these super fast three and outs, and your defense is right back out there. So they got to find a way to to really help their defense out with their offense by running the football, and maybe running the football is a better way to help out your offensive line as opposed to having them drop back in pass pro seventy times a game. So I feel like philosophically they have to adjust um, in order to really give themselves a chance to be super competitive in a lot of these games outside of, you know, just scoring touchdowns to try to keep pace and keep the score going. Play with tempo, play with pace, help your your defense out by finding a run game. You got McCaskill back healthy, and therefore you can have some success. By the way, in football, the fourth quarter is where the magic happens. It's where games are won, where champions are made. We're in the fourth quarter of this podcast. And in business, it's where sales teams become 
legends. That's why HubSpot built Sales Hub to give sales reps the deal-making tools they need to win their Q4. Sales Hub's prospecting workspace organizes your schedule, goals, and to-do lists in one place to save your team precious fourth quarter time. And smart sequences help sales reps close deals faster than ever. So get ready to dominate Q4 with Sales Hub. Learn more at HubSpot.com slash sales. Emery, speaking of closers Q4, who's this Stanford wide receiver that destroyed Colorado? I didn't know much about him. No one did. Not even me. And, and you know, it's, it's almost like he had the great Colorado game because earlier in the season, throughout the whole season, it was just kind of like, okay, he's just one of the guys. So it's hard to really take stock into, you know, if this is this guy a true prospect. But, hey, way to answer the call, way to step into the moment, and way to play big-time ball against, you know, a guy like Travis Hunter who was making his first game back. And so for me, that was huge for, for Stanford, huge for him. And let's see him build on that because now the spotlight's on you and you're coming off of a bye. They have a big game this week, I believe, uh, Stanford does. And this is an opportunity to continue to build on the name that you created for yourself against a spotlight team in Colorado. So tell me about UNLV Fresno State, big game in the Mountain West. Especially since UNLV (laughs) is now bowl eligible. How about that? Six wins for the Rebels in year one. of 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 this this new coaching regime, their offense is exciting. We know about the go go offense of Brendan Marion. They're six and one on the year, man. Like it's impressive to see what UNLV has done. The only loss came to Michigan. Um, you know, since they've gone to this younger quarterback, I think is is impressive. But for UNLV, Jackson Turner, the defensive back, he's a six three guy. Uh, ball skills leads them in interceptions. He's someone that you're going to have to watch out for in this game as Fresno State wants to push the ball. Vertically downfield on Lavelle Bailey, the linebacker for the Bulldogs, has been all over the field. Fantastic linebacker, uh, you know, see ball, hit ball type guy, but has good fluidity, good motion, good explosiveness upon contact. Um, he's on both Senior Bowl and Shrine Game watch list, and someone that's going to find himself making a lot of money as a pro. Uh, but you know, Fresno State's laying nine points. UNLV, you know, has kind of been very good offensively. Their defense has been inconsistent. Um, nine points seems like a lot with a lot on the line here. So I'll take the Rebels in the points here against Fresno State to keep it a little bit under that number. I mean, UNLV seemingly coming out of nowhere to already be 6-1. and one. You know, their coach, Barry Odom, had said to us for the Vanderbilt game that he'd be devastated if he couldn't get these guys to be bowl eligible this year. They might be a whole lot more than that. I mean, they're already bowl eligible. It's amazing how you start to get it going. You have a win like that over Vanderbilt, and it, like, snowballs. Right, especially now since you're looking at the, hey, man, we could win the conference. You know, they have a legitimate shot now of winning the Mountain West. So, And this is the game where they, we're going to learn a lot about how far they've come and how far they still need to go because this is going to be a, a fantastic matchup between two solid, solid football teams this year. Can't wait. Check him out on social media at FBall Game Plan on Twitter. I'm at Ross Tucker NFL. We are at Ross Tucker Pod, and we're all time's up. Keg is kicked. We're all tapped out. Thanks for tuning in to College Draft. Make sure to also check out the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, Even Money, and Fantasy Feast, all on the DraftKings Network, YouTube, or subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform. 